Welcome to You Down, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. That terror of them being like, we'll arrest you for right. stolen music. I, was like, <laughs> I did not care. LimeWire just let you steal it and then they just gave your ass a virus. I'm like, I got all the music, but I definitely destroyed our computer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what happened, mom. What's going on, everybody? Everybody. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to You Down, a podcast where four funny honeys come together to talk about what's going on in the culture. I'm Yasmin Monet Watkins. I'm Ashley Holston. I'm Shakira Janae Pei. And I'm Mamia Aforo. But collectively, we are known as Obama's other daughters. <laughs> We could all use a break from the chaos of today. So on this episode of You Down, we're going back in time to the era of bubblegum pop and asking, are you down with the millennium? From Tamagotchis to Britney and Christina to the craziness that was Y2K, we want to take a walk down memory lane and share some of our favorite moments from the 99s of the 2000s. But before we party like it's 1999, a group check-in. What are you guys loving and what are you hating this week? Uh, You know what I'm hating, y'all? The pressure of New Year's resolutions. Last year was the first year that I actually kept resolutions. But um, this year, you know, with the pandemic and everything, really, there's been some stagnation. And now I feel like I got to pick up and do some overtime for these resolutions for 2021. Is, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I know it's a lot of pressure. I feel it. I put Don't, it on myself. I mean, I get that. I do. What are, what's the it's one me. that you stuck with? To make travel a priority. Oh, no. That was not, that was 2019. What did I do this year, y'all? Oh, <laughs> my bus. I finally got my bus to create a tiny home. So I did that create my That is really my huge, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't minimize. Yeah. It no, huge. it's not. I'm not trying to minimize it. But, guys, I didn't, like, I didn't sell my script. I'm not a superstar. Um, I don't have a million dollars in the bank. That was my not <laughs> yet. 2020 <laughs> goal. And actually, my 2020 goal. I feel like you really made some inroads into making that happen this year. So don't play yourself mm-hmm. short, girl. No, I'm not playing. My, you know, process. this is for comedic effect, y'all. But uh, <laughs> we're, like, really sorry and sad. Right. <laughs> you are worthy. <laughs> we had some of the same goals, Ash. <laughs> I think we true. were like, we're going to make a million dollars this year. <laughs> Me looking at my bank account like, well, well. Hey, but you know what? We- you shoot for the stars. If you shoot for the moon, you land among the stars. Yes. yes. I made a little more money than I did last year. So that's fine. I really love the idea, though, of like, even if your resolutions don't come true in that exact time frame, to be like, this is what I want for my life and to really hone in on that thing and then to actively make steps towards making that thing happen, which you really did this year, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not shitting on my... You know how you put a picture of yourself up and you're like, man, I gained a little weight. I, I'm a, I have a fitness journey. <laughs> and then everyone tells you how beautiful you are and how you don't need to do anything. That's, that's, not, that's not what that's I need. I'm all right, you. y'all. <laughs> I'm Ashley, okay, y'all. I'm just letting just you know. We just want to smother you she in love. She was simply telling us <laughs> that... <laughs> 
Um, it's been a, a great year, but I guess I'm going to say something. I mean, I'm not hating this that much, like safety first, of course, but in my mind for the new year, like a resolution I made for myself is that I'm going to be celebrating in somewhere warm every new year. And with COVID, mm. well, I might just be somewhere <laughs> not that warm unless I just stay well, in LA. Wait, you in LA. You in LA. So I know. It's going to be warmer than most of the country. I know. But, you know. It's not Bali. Ashley, see, you know my heart. <laughs> you know my heart and you know where I'm at. And in my mind, I literally have been like, Bali next year. I think we were in Thailand and I was like, I'm going to be in Bali <laughs> next year. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, focus on where you're at. Enjoy the moment. No, Bali. And then... <laughs> Nope, I'm not going to be in Bali because they are very close. I even looked on the website like, well, what's the restriction? Like, I can take a test. Maybe I'll do 14 days in quarantine. Oh, <laughs> wow. You was really trying to get Bali was like, we don't want you. Yep. <laughs> they were like, even with a 14-day quarantine. You're going to have to sneak across them borders. <laughs> Once I get a passport, I can marry me a Balinese man. What's the word? Oh my what God. That is so extreme just to do New Year's on the beach. A whole ass marriage. That's called setting a goal. Thank you. Thank you, Mommy. Mommy is madness. It's setting a goal and sticking to it. Thank you for the support. So that's that's sort of where I'm at. Like, dang, y'all. It was a good year, though. I love that you, <laughs> two times you were like, it was a good year. And I just think about how many people are going to be like, oh, was it? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Was it for you? Actually, no, it it was a rocky year overall for the world. Yeah, you don't have, you know, we <laughs> talked about this, reconciling with the fact that, you know, during this pandemic, we got this podcast. And so it has been, conflictingly for me, a good personal year, but so much shit going around. Mm-hmm. Outside of it, it's just like, mm. how am I supposed to feel good? Yeah. <laughs> Not wanting to be like, this was the best year in our career ever. I mean, as Obama's other daughters. It it, really is. (laughs) Um, So thank you, God, universe. Thank you, God, universe. Um, We appreciate the blessings. Yeah. I feel like this end of the year is the first year that I'm like, all right, girl, let's keep going. You know, like, it's not like, we would. That's what my subconscious was saying probably every year in LA prior. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like I set some goals. I got my first real writing job. Like this year was, although the world was uh, quite literally on fire. Yeah. Literally. It kind of still is. Um, I am I'm optimistic that as we progress with this new administration and the way that a feeling, like how it feels to live in America is gonna change in this next year. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, it's what you love and what you hate. Well, as we round out the end of 2020, this love-hate, I think, is certainly a reflection of all of the things that I love and all of the things that I hate. Because it has been, like you were saying, this whirlwind, successful last year for OOD. Like, we coming up personally. Like, there's just so much to celebrate. And I really feel like I've been on this roller coaster of like really high highs of like, oh my God, wildest dreams come true shit. And then also, God damn, this must be the eighth circle of hell. Like, OOD knows this, but I I was caring for my father really from the summer when we got this podcast and started recording up until his recent passing. And I'm not gonna lie, this was one of the hardest years to both witness 
Black death on a loop, the way that Black folks are impacted by it, and particularly state-sanctioned violence. And then, you know, to witness Black death on a very personal, very personal level. I'm not gonna lie, this year was hard as shit. And I'm you still don't have to on. Lie, girl. It's okay. <laughs> it's just like I've had so much anxiety, just like, I'm really looking forward to a, a second of a break to just process everything. Because, um, oh, damn. We were going to keep this light and fun. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feel what you got to feel. Yes, okay? keep and it. <laughs> keep um, it. Yes, keep it you. I feel like I'm skidding into the finish line of this year, guys. <laughs> Let's just go on and make it over to 2021. See what happens there. It's just yonder. I see it. I see it up ahead, Reaching guys. out for it. Like, 2021 over the horizon. <laughs> Let's run together <laughs> into the sunset. All of us in our different journeys and our journey together, this year has been a crazy year. But, I mean, I'm grateful that we're all still here and we're still going forward. Like, I'm optimistic for next year. And I feel like it's fitting that we're going into new year, new beginnings, because this topic this week is... The Millennium, Ooh. which is, what, exactly 20 years ago? Because technically the Millennium was 2001, which I didn't know. I thought it was 2000. What comes to mind is, it's here and I like it. Remember when Will Smith, why do we love you so much, Will Smith? Come on the show um, and reference you. But literally had that song about the Millennium. You mean the Willennium? Hard <laughs> Thank you for the correction. Wow. The will lenium. Um, and we're 20 years later. Mm. Crazy. That happened quick. Mm-hmm. Mm, Lord Jesus. It did. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, let's take a quick break. Welcome back, y'all. It's time to walk down memory lane, so let's get to it. (laughs) Okay, uh, where were y'all at during the millennium? Okay, so um, I was just made aware that the millennium is considered 2001, but do you guys consider it 99 to 2000? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we're just going to disregard science. (laughs) Yeah, they're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. We know what it is. Um, so 99 going into 2000, I was in seventh grade because I can literally remember Charmaine Wiggins' Millennium shirt. Um, oh, I love it. It's just like, it was a big deal to be sparkly and silver. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. oh yes. I was in fifth grade and on the eve of the Millennium, my neighbor had a party and I'm like, that's really crazy that nobody was concerned enough to be like, well, what do we do if this goes down? Because I feel like they would have found us and we'd look like the Heaven's Gate people. (laughs) (laughs) Like you welcomed it. Right. But yeah, I was scared, but my parents weren't. So I wasn't going to go to the store. I feel like you have to clarify what you're talking about because some people don't know what Y2K is. Oh, yeah. Damn. I was in a writing class and I mentioned Y2K and these girls were like, what is that, like a music group? Oh. I was like, oh. You wish, little girl. I'm old. Um, Y2, Y2K was this phenomenon in like 1999 that 
um, scientists and technologists believed that when the clock struck midnight on January 1st, 2000, (laughs) everything would stop working because computers would not be able to recalibrate and keep counting past (laughs) 1999. So people were freaking out. This sounds like the craziest plot to a movie. Like, we would not write this movie. We would not go to see this movie. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) We lived it. It's just you Uh, with a bunch of canned corn in your grandma's basement. (laughs) But I heard that it actually, like, the one person that Y2K really impacted, there was a guy who got charged $91,000 for renting the general's daughter. Like, there was, like, something— Wait, what? He rented a movie, but the system did something where it was like, your movie is like 100 years overdue. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you they gave him a hard time, too. I bet you they were like, well, sir, the computer says 100 years. I know. (laughs) It's our policy, man. I can't reverse the charge. Sorry, dude. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, but I remember the days of, like, Blockbuster and, like, going with my dad and, like, we'd pick out, like, the movies we were going to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in middle school at the time, wearing chokers every day. Uh, <laughs> should have been. <laughs> with, with two ponytails on the side of my head. Oh, man. Oh, man. I wasn't in a, into chokers, but I did the butterfly clips. Oh, mm-hmm. the ones oh, that actually Lucky, move. my hair <laughs> never looked right, but I bought them. Mine didn't look right either. I just <laughs> plopped them right up on there. <laughs> I was in fourth grade and Kira the, was in the womb. <laughs> no, I was out of the womb. You just but, started making your own snacks. For I, <laughs> low key, I started cooking at the stove in like first grade. So, what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Child prodigy over here. Right? Truly. I mean, just like out of necessity. Out of necessity. (laughs) My mom is a single mom. She was at work. If we want to eat and I want the food to be Mm -hmm. hot, I better know how to make some daggone eggs on my own. Otherwise, (laughs) I like just learned how to heat up something in the microwave yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, yes, brag about it. You ain't never had to cook for yourself. Hey, had to Uh cook for yourself. Um, (laughs) But no, I (laughs) remember my mom's friend Miss Tina. I think she had a party. She was dating a man named Tyrone and called oh. Tyrone had been out already for a little bit but like they were like we gonna go into the new year singing called Tyrone from Erica Badu <laughs> and it was on repeat and I think I had like a sip of champagne and I was like ah get that drink it was probably apple cider probably. <laughs> were you aware of what Y2K was like were you nervous I remember I was nervous because people were nervous but like I wasn't that scared like My mom didn't really believe that the world was about to end. I didn't think about it then because I don't remember my parents being crazy Mm -hmm. about it or anyone, like any adults around Mm -mm. me really being crazy. I think I learned from the media that it was like an issue. But (laughs) looking back on it, I realized that all my extended family, like my father's um, sister and brother, we all got together in Myrtle Beach for that New Year's, 99 New Year's. And on a family Zoom recently, the younger kids were like, were we, you know, trying to prepare for something? Were y'all scared? <laughs> and my family was like, yeah, we were shook. If we were going to die, we were going to die together. Um, but I remember that being really fun <laughs> New Year's even. Yeah, it was great. I feel like that was still around the time. My mom was at UCSD when we were growing up and my dad was still here in L.A. So we were always back and forth. And I think 
It was my dad's weekend for that new year, and I feel like we were just in church tearing for the Holy Ghost. Uh, (laughs) That's where we normally were. I know, I was going to say, we we used to go to church for for New Year's all the time, and that was agony. Because it's just like, it's already late, I'm tired, and I don't want to be preached at at midnight. (laughs) I really don't. (laughs) I'm like falling asleep. Well, if the, if the year turns and we die, at least we'll be in the house of the Lord. Like, right. I mean, that's my dad's logic mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah. But uh, the past couple of years, we've been like, let's actually pop bottles in the house. And oh, nice. Yes. Yes. It's so nice to be in the house. Yeah, it's nice. It. Yeah. I would much rather be in the house on New Year's than out at church. Um, but most of the time when I would go, I would fall asleep and it wouldn't be a big deal. And then we go home <laughs> around one in the morning, just feeling groggy mm. and like, why were we here? Why did we do that? <laughs> I could be sleeping. <laughs> Are there any things from that era that you guys miss? Like, or mm. what do you miss the most? I guess. I'd say Ugh. my Tamagotchi and or my Nano Pet or Polly Pocket. <sighs> Polly Pocket is like a little bit. things you can put in your pocket. Something about the fun of, like, I, I just, I remember I really, really wanted a nano pet. Like, all my friends had one, and, you know, single mom as well. Like, couldn't really get, like, I and I remember one of my friends drew me a nano pet on a cardboard box and was like, here you go. That's so and it was nice. Like, such a sweet gesture while everyone <laughs> else. the little was, poor girl. <laughs> girl, you couldn't have it. No, I would have been, I, it is such a sweet gesture, but I would have been so livid. Like, you gonna hand me this little thing I can't even really play with. <laughs> Just While they play with their uh, right, <laughs> right. You take this cardboard one. Give me yours. <laughs> I really loved. There was a trend where you could see through electronics, and then they were like oh neon colors in the yes. back. So like the Macs were the big oh, thing. Oh yeah. But I never had an Apple computer, but I had a CD player. Oh, when I tell y'all this CD player was bomb. It was <laughs> like see through on the front, but then the back was like a opaque neon blue. And I took that jank with me everywhere. My sister had a lime green green one. Um, I love that little CD player. The thing I miss the most is probably the combination of Rhapsody, The Basement, 106 and Park, and mm. TRL. Because yes, the music was great. I was going to say, yeah, Thank the music. You. The music oh. was amazing. And it's literally like the Black Culture starter pack, or that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 106 and Park, TRL, those two specifically, I just remember them being so much a part of after-school culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you're running home to see... I, and I think middle school was a time where you caught the middle of TRL, so you didn't get to be home enough <laughs> for the start of it. So you're, like, running from the bus, like, I gotta see what the top yep. one is. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved it. Carson Daly. I wanted to be a VJ. I wanted to be oh, a wow. VJ. I can see it. That was, like, the coolest thing that you could be at the time, like mm-hmm. an MTV VJ. Shout oh. out to Lala. That was just like, <laughs> uh, like you go, you get your dose of what you need to know to talk about it in the lunchroom or whatever to be cool. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. go on your merry way. Yeah, I love the music of the air. I mean, my first CD was Britney Spears and Brandy. I think I told you guys that. Yes. And and then now that's what I call music was like my uh, jam. Yeah. Uh, we used to, my mom started dating this guy and we would go to Costco and his gift to me would be the new noun CD. And I would just like <laughs> throw CDs in 
the cart like, thanks, Mr. Mark. (laughs) 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 Mr. Mark, right? Oh, it was so amazing. I also just remember it kind of being the dawn of reality television. And Mm -hmm. I was so into the Osbournes. Oh, Uh, oh, wow. And I loved Kelly Osbourne. I still love Kelly Osbourne. But I don't know what it was about seeing like this very weird family that (laughs) I was all in for. And the real world. Yeah. They were like a tether for Run's house, would you say? Mm, mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. was like, Love Run's all house the too. white people get to see a really wealthy black family that functions. And then mm-hmm. the rest of us get to see uh, British people who are not prim and proper. I feel like all of my consumption was based off of my cousins. Because after school, I would go to their house and... If they watched TRL, then we were watching TRL, but there was like one TV in the living room that we all shared. And I feel like that's why I like I didn't consistently watch anything. <laughs> like uh-huh. not <laughs> just like whatever's on. Right? I'm like, whatever they're watching, oh, we watching Sailor Moon today. I mean, there were times where I'd be like, you really just gonna watch Dragon Ball <gasps> Z and Sailor Moon for this many hours. <laughs> oh my god, Cartoon oh. Network had that whole section. I loved Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> Sailor Sailor Moon was like a 5 a.m. I got to get ready for school. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing on. It was the main me. event. Mm-mm. I was forced into a whole <laughs> bunch of Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. I enjoyed it eventually because I had no choice. That or I could read a book or I can go downstairs and use their computer and play Carmen Sandiego. I feel like we touched this a little bit, but I do love this question. Um... If you made one, what would we find in your millennial time capsule? Ooh. Definitely some of those bomb-ass platform sandals. Oh, the Steve Madden ones. (laughs) That's it? Wow, yes. Succinct, one pair of platforms. I mean, it's the first thing that came to mind. I was like, I loved those platforms. I felt so tall and cool. I was just like, you can't tell me nothing. (laughs) Meanwhile, I was like, can y'all chop off? (laughs) <laughs> I feel like those, for me at least, stemmed from Lizzie McGuire's fashion. Like oh, her um, capris with those platform shoes. Like that look was like the mm-hmm. look that yeah. I wanted so bad. Yeah. And oh, Lizzie so I would McGuire. have in my time capsule. Remember when everyone was wearing bandanas? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the bandana shirt. And then it had a shirt and a matching head. That little B. Yeah. Little I've been tri- looking for the shirt though. That triangle that uh, triangle? bandana shirt yeah. is cute. I want it. But the triangle one that you used to wear in your head, I yeah. used to wear those all the time. Those little <laughs> triangles on my That was hair. like my version of the butterfly clips because I couldn't put butterfly clips in my hair. I think I would add the velour tracksuits as well. And a DVD of The Simple Life. Because <laughs> that was a phenomenal show in the way that it was a phenom. To Yasmin's point about those juicy velour tracksuits, oh. those always gave me anxiety because Juicy was on the booty and I knew my booty wasn't juicy. And I Your booty was juicy in those <laughs> Let me tell you, it wasn't. Let me tell you, it wasn't. But they were, they were pretty cute. I don't think I ever had a pair with the words on the butt that I wore, like, in public. I had one pair of shorts that said, like, cutie on the butt. But, like, I don't know, I was self-conscious. that like It's a problem. It would be, like, kids are going to, like, little boys, little black boys are going to look at my butt. And they're going to feel like they have full access to it. Because let me tell you right now. 
was problematic mm-hmm. in middle school. Grabbing mm-hmm. booties, mm-hmm. So, like coming over to girls and feeling like you could just touch up on them. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I used to wear those little uh, spiky earrings that were like gummy, but they had spikes and they had a bunch of colors. And I think they oh. sewed them like... Um, they were like punky kind of. They were kind of punk yeah. rock. Yes. Like, I was... <laughs> At Spencer's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like I had like this punk rocky... I don't even know because it was like, but also you want to wear Hollister, but you like wear the Ross version of Hollister. <laughs> that, <laughs> so I mean, you got, Laguna Beach you, made Hollister. Those, li- those little skirts uh, with the three layers that were one inch long. Do you remember? Uh, <laughs> yes. Something I hope that never comes back, and I know that it is, is low-rise jeans. Oh. Oh, oh they're uh, back. I know. You told me about it like two years ago, and I was like, I'm going to ignore that tip. (laughs) (laughs) High waist, high waist. (laughs) I know. I was like, I just found high waisted jeans. Um, But the low rise jeans with your butt crack showing and (laughs) and the thong. The Uh, thong? And what um, Degrassi Degrassi? did for the thong (laughs) is uh, another revolutionary moment. Mm -hmm. Our introduction to Drake. Or Jimmy. Yes to the thongs. My friend and I had a song and it was like, no pocket on the butt jeans. No pocket on the butt jeans. Do you remember (laughs) those jeans with no pockets on the butt that made people's butt look like a, uh, some sort of donut? No. (laughs) Like they were just like not flattering, like bongo brand. But they would just be like really sexy, low rise (laughs) to accentuate your butt with the center seam kind of cupping your butt. Um, and they had no pockets. You might wear it with a leather braided belt. Oh, I did have a pair of jeans with no pockets like that. I had an apple bottom pair. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Apple bottom, it just was the apple cup and it just says (laughs) apple bottom on it. (laughs) I worked Um, at a clothing store in high school uh, called Jimmy Jazz. And as you can expect, (laughs) Jimmy Jazz in demo. Urban wear. I've seen demo before. Spending full paychecks on apple bottom jeans and Darion. And and Darion was later, but baby fat. (laughs) Baby fat. So oh, much I I want um our our uh, bootleg or flare jeans. I'd never see them anymore. They're coming back right now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like those the bell bottoms are back. I love bell bottoms. Oh, yeah. they were my yeah. jam. So cute. Were you guys ever into like the DC Etney Billabong of it all at that time? They're like brands, but they're like skater brands. Like mm, no. I was a PacSun girl. Yes, but I you didn't. could find all of those things. Where it was my first job? Thank you, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Oh, PacSun. <laughs> really? Yeah, I remember Volcom being a big thing yes. in the beach community. In the same oh, yeah. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, La Jolla was definitely hella like uh, that sort of surfery vibe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I never really fit into that. I didn't either, but I still tried to participate. <laughs> yeah. and- oh, absolutely. Like when I had my Avril Lavigne and right, my um, exactly. yeah. <laughs> that whole phase, it was like, yeah, I'm just in my feels and I like shop at these stores. <laughs> Can we talk about Avril Lavigne? <laughs> just email. I remember oh. um, when uh, Ashley Simpson's show came out, she had a reality show. She had this hairstyle that was just like kind of messy, but also really put together and like it was in her face. And my sister did it one day. And oh I remember being like, 
It was beautiful. It was great. I copied her immediately. And then we were two black girls at school with Ashley Simpson haircuts. I love this. I really would love to see. Please, photograph. I know. There's this one picture, and it's like a is it? I, I don't know if it's a black girl and she has like a nose ring and she looks like she's a part of Green Day and like <laughs> like any of those uh, punk rock bands and it was just like kids in 2000 and yes. <laughs> hey, nobody told them to do this. <laughs> and everybody's like so many emo like in there. Dashboard I just have like so many feelings and the only way to express them is through my music. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> those jelly wristbands. You guys remember those thin single jelly wristbands? <laughs> Live strong was a sham. Was a sham. Those bands, they really got us because they were putting any and everything on those bands. And we were like, yeah, let's buy a hundred of them. Student Council 2004. <laughs> Breast cancer? Yes, absolutely. What would Jesus do? Yes, please. <laughs> That makes me think of the the jelly shoes, like Melissa's. Is that what they were called? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are not cute. See-through shoe. Why? And people will wear socks with them, and your socks aren't cute. And you know mm-hmm. your feet were just hot inside of them. You I feel like they, like, existed at Rainbow for yes. a long time before. Because mm-hmm. I used to go to Rainbow. Like, who didn't go to Rainbow? But, like, Rainbow. What's was- Oh, my God. Rainbow was, like, my first Fashion Nova. Yeah. Very much like, so. Rainbow is, like, the original Fashion Nova. And, like, the prices were right. <laughs> they were so low. <laughs> they were so low. They were so low. It was, like, 369 except <laughs> right. prices, not the store. <laughs> it was like- Wait. Did you guys ever have... They probably sold them at Rainbow. Those, like, net... Shoes that were like foam and they would come in every single color. Yes. And have I know like what you're talking about. On the foot. <gasps> oh, the slippers. No. Yeah, they were slippers. Those oh, yes, slippers. Slippers were everything. They were always at the hair store. Mm-hmm. Always yes. in the very front mm-hmm. of the hair store next to the lip gloss. <laughs> oh, if you imagine I think they're still at the hair store located. They are. They, they very much hair. are. I had a bright orange pair and I had a bright orange fake designer bag that I would carry with, <laughs> with uh, them. So I was looking real cute. Uh, mm. Also, uh, seventh grade reminds me of FUBU. It was the first time I had a FUBU jacket and it uh, was like the coolest guy in school had the same jacket. And I remember when I got it, people were like, Ashley, where'd you? Like, I was, it was my come up moment. To the point where I was wearing it when it was hot. It was May and there. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I still got my FUBU on. FUBU was important. It was that era. So were there any inventions that you guys predicted would exist by now? Like, I remember, uh, like, seeing Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, being like, oh, it's going to be so futuristic at some point. A supernova girl. (laughs) Yes! It's aeronautic. This love is aeronautic. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Can we end your not knowing a word? Not knowing what word? Automatic. It's automatic, girl. Automatic. There we go. I mean, I don't know why we all thought the future was going to be so metallic. (laughs) Like, everything was silver (laughs) and shiny. All the primary colors would go and it would just be silver. It would just be chrome. Um, But something that I was very upset with when it arose was the selfie stick because I was the original selfie stick. Literally, all your (laughs) friends getting together for pictures. Who got the longest arm? Ashley. Ashley's taking a picture. And then when the selfie stick came out, I was just like, you're a dummy. (laughs) (laughs) 
I definitely thought that there would be camera phones and we would see examples of them like in Smart House or like the Smart Jetsons, House. you know, like... <laughs> And even Fresh Prince, like they had an episode where it was in the future when baby Nikki was born and like what mm. life would be like when he was older. And they had like a TV in the wall that you were talking to someone. Little did we know <laughs> that TV would be your phone. Mm. Right? And that's how we would be video chatting with people. I yeah. was sure we'd have flying cars by now. Right? Hovers at least. Like individual, like least. what those bird things are, but flying. Yeah, they got them. We just don't... We can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk has one, I'm sure. And his baby. He's got a few. He's got a yeah. few. But Mamiya, yeah, you're mentioning Smart House made me think of all the things that Smart House did get right. Mm. Uh, like the the automatically a- appearing food when you ask for it. It's like, that's Postmates. <laughs> exactly. Oh. exactly. You know? I mean, it, you, it appears just not in the form that we thought it would mm-hmm. appear. Yeah. Wait, okay. So... Are there any predictions for the next millennium? Like, what do you think it's going to be like? I think we're going to have the option to live on a different planet. I would Ooh. love that. If you have enough money, it ain't going to be for the common folk. Yeah. Dang. I can see that. Um, I'm hoping we save this planet. Um, otherwise, it's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be rough out here. I think that water, like when I'm in Ghana, I feel like I see how commodities like power and water in a few years, that's how it's going to be here. Like it's going to be way more expensive to like Mm -hmm. have your power on all day long. Mm -hmm. And like people will be watching more like what's plugged in and stuff because the price of oil is going up and everything like then that's not going to be pretty Mm -hmm. when it's like your government sanctioned water for the week. (laughs) Damn. It's crazy that you're talking about that because I watched this documentary. They were talking about water and power in other countries and how everyone tries to emulate what America does. And what we do is not efficient for any other country because there's way too many of them. Mm -hmm. And just in like getting into tiny homes and sustainability, I'm like, oh, it's like uh, it's as simple as like a composting toilet. But now that they're so far gone with like throwing trash in the... In I know water they drink. It's but I do feel like other places are doing it. Like um, in that Zac Efron documentary, I really loved how they were doing it in Iceland. Like everything, they even boil like eggs and food in the soil. They were baking bread in the soil where it's like lava level hot. Like they are using the resources on the land, and mm-hmm. um, I hope that it spreads to. I know it's spreading to other countries, but I hope it eventually gets to the USA. Especially with solar power mm-hmm. and how it's so accessible now. Like maybe 10 years ago, people were like, in 20 years, everything will be solar. But it feels like it should be moving faster than that. Mm-hmm. I think the issue with solar is like it's hard to harness it. Like we can gather all of the uh, solar power, but we don't have the batteries big enough to store mm-hmm. all that power. Ah. So that's the issue. <laughs> I just well, watched. I'm like, can we do an episode on that? Because right? I'm like, oh, we need a survivalist, like, epi- like just like us learning from you how to survive <laughs> the, the coming apocalypse. apocalypse. <laughs> I feel like Octavia Butler did predict a whole bunch 
Um, um, she totally did. Especially but, the aspect of the erasure of black women. But that's a whole nother. Well, episode. I was like, my hope for the oh, new millennium shit. is that we have defunded the police and black people are still alive mm-hmm. and thriving. And, you know, we're going to be. I, I hope that what we do now makes a difference at some point in the future and right now. But. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hopefully we ain't still battling these same things that we've been fighting since <laughs> the dawn of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But okay, Millennium Lightning Round. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, number one. Jagged Edge or Pretty Ricky, go. <gasps> Pretty, Pretty Ricky. Ricky. Jagged Edge. Are you kidding? It's five in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It's a great song, but yeah, yeah. it's a great song, guys. But Let's Get Married is a classic. Come on. I know. Oh, Jagged, right. yeah, Jagged Edge got classics. Pretty Ricky guy. Link it. Pretty Ricky. Dirty. Well, look, I ain't in the mood to fuck right now, so I said Jagged Edge, all right? I didn't even know what fucking was when I was listening to Pretty Not at all. Well, I learned it then. I, I was know, like, I was about to say. Coming over phone sex and all of them. Okay, y'all. That's a hard one. NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? <gasps> NSYNC. In sync, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Ooh, it's in sync all the way. Sorry, Yasmin, you're oh. in sync. My favorite all the way. song is "All I Have to Give" from the boy bands, but overall, in sync. Like Backstreet Boys, <sighs> you got that. I remember cool. learning the choreography to "Bye Bye Bye" with my cousin, and <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> around, and it was love- amazing. Loved and it. also, Bashery just doesn't have a Justin Timberlake, yep. even though I think yeah. he's a little trash right now. Yeah, uh, they just they just didn't they, have they didn't have a but Justin. Both both very great bands. Well, yeah, okay, man. this one might be a little bit harder. No, Britney right. or Christina? That's an easy one. It's Christina for me. What? What? Britney had the bangers. Christina got the voice. We can have them both, right? But I, I will say that I, <laughs> Britney's got more hits. I'm wearing my Britney shirt right now, so y'all know where I stand. Literally, yeah. Kira is wearing a shirt that says, if Britney could survive 2007. You can survive today. You can make it through the bottom of it. (laughs) I just feel like Christina was a a vocalist. Mm. She was, Mm. yeah, she is. I do agree. And that was like my first concert ever at the Minnesota State Fair. I was crying and. My mom is so annoyed at me because I was being a you were just bitch. so overwhelmed. <laughs> yes. I, you wow. know when you would be with your friends and be like, oh my God, like, I'm going to yeah. die. Christine. I'm dying because I feel like if there was ever footage, like, from that era, and, like, whenever I see those concerts with the little girls crying and they're like, oh, I like, I can imagine you there, mommy, and, like, one of the only black girls just like, yes. <laughs> Not happy with me that day. Openly weeping. <laughs> okay, uh, what about Napster or LimeWire? Napster. LimeWire. Napster. Napster. Really, I'm a Kazaa. Kazaa oh, was the big one. Ashley, you have <laughs> taken me back. <laughs> mm-hmm. It should have mm-hmm. been Kazaa or a LimeWire, actually. You're right. LimeWire was definitely my jam. Because Napster was music. so short-lived. Because yeah. And remember, they'd be like, you have... Over one million dollars of stolen music on your computer. <gasps> that like, terror of them being out. like, "We'll arrest mm-hmm. you for right. stolen music." <laughs> I did not care. LimeWire just let you steal it, and then they just gave you as a virus. I'm like, I got all the music, but I definitely destroyed our computer. <laughs> right. I don't know what happened, Mom. I would. We'd always be downloading all kinds of yep. trash. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man. 
Guys, this is so fun. I know. Watch yeah. out. Do we have to lane. go back to 2020? I think we do. Yeah. I think someone no. needs some advice from us. So I think oh, we got to help someone out in this God. era. Duty calls. <sighs> but first, we're going to take a quick break. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my God. It's time for us to give the listeners some advice. <laughs> I want to flee. <laughs> Mommy, what you got for us? Today's letter reads, Dear OOD, my homegirl slash the only person I hang out with now because of this pandemic has a major problem and I don't know how to properly address it. She got mask breath, y'all. Oh. <laughs> Her breath be smelling oh. like a dragon's ass when she takes <laughs> that mask off. Oh, no. Yo, these people be clowning. <laughs> I know. They're friends. <laughs> um, before COVID, I never smelled her breath. At least I don't remember it smelling so stank. Dang. It's something oh. about her breath hibernating in that mask <laughs> that is not making it almost unbearable. <laughs> she said um, hibernating is unbearable. Um, I try to keep my six feet, but mm. she is my core buddy. How do I tell her that her breath is constantly hotter than the block without hurting her feelings? <laughs> Dang. Oh, Please no. help. Friend of the dragon. Oh, no. Dang. Friend of the dragon. Uh, <laughs> why is the first thing that comes to my mind, Unleash the Dragon, from the mm-hmm. Cisco mm-hmm. <laughs> thong song album? Maybe you should get her some, like, breath strips or some gum. Yeah. That's temporary fix. You can just... Carry Listerine and offer it, you know? Like, you use some Listerine. Who is out here <laughs> offering <laughs> jugs of Listerine? I'm <laughs> so, so curious. Okay, I'm sorry to poo-poo um, your suggestions. But I think it's the same thing as the breath strips, because Listerine makes breath strips. So mm-hmm, there yeah. you can just create the liquid with your own mm-hmm. saliva. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're much stronger, I think, too, so that hit... Hit it in the th- back of the throat, hopefully. But what if she's like, no, I don't want it? Oh, because that, is, let me tell you, I had a friend in high school who I was trying to give her gum, and every time I would ask her, would you like some gum? She would say no. And let me tell you, I don't offer you gum unless you need it. Yeah. So that is something for every listener to take in. If someone offers you gum, please politely take it. Or ask. Does my breath? Does my breath? Because sometimes yeah. my stomach hurts if I chew too much gum. So I would be like, "Wait, is my breath stank? Is that okay. why you're offering yeah. me?" But and I tell them the you. truth because sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, it's no, it's oh, not, no. it's not good." <laughs> Trying to be polite. Is it? No, well, it's a little, no. it's a little, it's a little stank. Um, in front of the dragon, I feel like the the biggest piece of advice I can give you is to maybe lead with less jokes. Because you clearly got it. Um, your friend's breath is hibernating. I've never heard that. It's hilarious. Mm. Uh, um, you said hotter gr- than the block. Right? I'm like, a friend of the dragon, please pursue a career in comedy. You know? Um, but, uh, you know, be thoughtful when you tell your girl that her breath stinks because nobody likes to be told that something is wrong with them or something is offending anyone else. So handle with care. But... It is nothing wrong with telling your friend that they breast stink. You should be able to tell your girl. And she should appreciate the tip because, I mean, people have different sensitivities of their ego and whatever, but a good friend would tell you something like that Mm -hmm. and not be coming at you crazy. So 
it, I hope she can receive that through the filter of this is care, not mm-hmm. trying to not say clown. my own. Yeah, not care, not clown. <laughs> she could have halitosis, too. That's yeah. like a oh, real thing. That is a thing. Oh, y'all, I just learned about, like, I've known about scraping your tongue, but like, and I have an actual tool for it now. Yeah, Yay. I just got one, too. So great. Sounds like a friend of the dragon, you know. Just come at your girl with care over clowning, number one. <laughs> um, maybe get her this tongue scraper. Nobody wants to smell stanky breath. Unleash yeah, no. the dragon. I don't uh, really hear me when you unleash the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that helped. Uh, and it helps mm-hmm. you through your new year. Uh, we so appreciate y'all tuning in. Please remember to share and review this podcast. It helps us out. And we want to know what y'all thinking. And come kiki with us on our social media at Obama's Other Daughters on Instagram at OOD Improv on Twitter and on Facebook at Obama's Other Daughters. And if you need some advice like Friend of the Dragon here, email us at oodpodcast at gmail.com. We take advice letters there. Yeah. We can't wait to see you guys in the new year. It's been a wild ride and... Uh, We'll kiki with you in the future. In the future. Lapidus, Lapidus. Whoa, it's so bright here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next year. See y'all next year. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You down? is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.